Good afternoon, and welcome to our study of the Psalms as we read through a few of the different Psalms from Psalm 1 through 150. Today we are reading Psalm 121. Psalm 121. Uh, it's, it's a song of ascent. And so the songs of ascent uh, might also be called uh, the pilgrim songs uh, or, or the songs of... Um, the, the songs of like festivals, uh, songs of tabernacles, the songs of, of journeying. Uh, these psalms, the psalms, psalms of ascent, uh, there's quite a few of them. They go up to, let's see here, to 132, 134. Um, so I think they, I believe they go from Psalm 120 to 120 or 134, the songs of ascent. And so these are the song, psalms and songs that would have been traditionally sung as people made the pilgrimage, as they made the journey from wherever they were to Jerusalem to go down to uh, Jerusalem for either for a festival or a feast or some sort of religious ceremony. Uh, and so some of these psalms are, are psalms that would have been common for the people and the pil in their pilgrimage and their journey for them to sing together. Uh, so some of these songs are, are really beautiful. We'll be reading a couple of them uh, this this week. But Psalm 121 we're starting in verse 1, and it says this, I lift my, up my eyes to the hills. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. Uh, this is actually one of my favorite psalms growing up. I used to, I used to love this psalm. Um, I lift up my eyes to the hills. Where does my help come from? And so the psalmist is in some sort of difficulty. They're in some sort of trouble, and they're they're crying out or they're calling out they're looking to uh anyone that might be able to help them and, and they don't find help in in any place in anyone but they lift up their eyes to the hills what what hills and why the hills specifically well it, it's likely that the reference of hills is to the hills of jerusalem and so the hills of jerusalem would have been where the temple was built and so it's it's likely that the psalmist as he's calling out for help and as he's looking to towards uh, some place for help. He's looking towards the hill. He's looking towards Jerusalem, looking towards the temple, the the abode, the house of God. Uh, and so it, it seems as if the psalmist is saying, I'm looking towards the hills of Jerusalem, towards the temple, towards the house of God. I'm looking to God. That's the only place where help might come from. And so then he kind of concludes with that in, in verse two. Uh, my help comes from the Lord. As I look towards the hills, as I look towards Jerusalem, as I look to the house of God, my help comes from the Lord, who is the maker of heaven and earth. And if, the, if, if, if God is the maker of heaven, earth, heaven and earth, if the Lord is the creator of all things, then clearly and, and, and obviously the Lord may, may be the only one that might be able to help me. Uh, so this is what the psalmist says. Verse 3, He will not let your foot slip. He who watches over you will not slumber. Indeed, he who watches over Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. And so the first part, he will not let your foot slip. The idea is that we are walking through these treacherous uh, paths. We're walking through these treacherous journeys. And so this might be um, part of part of the pilgrimage process where people were, were journeying through um, dangerous valleys. They're journeying through mountain paths, maybe perhaps, and they're journeying through areas where, where the road or the terrain might not have been uh, so favorable. And so this may have been an, an answer to that or, or, or a comment on that where it says that the Lord will not let, the, let your foot slip. The idea being that the terrain is treacherous and God prevents you from stumbling, prevents you from injuring yourself. And then it says, he who watches over you will not slumber. 
God doesn't sleep. God isn't resting. God isn't unaware of the troubles or the circumstances that you're going through. And and it kind of reminds us of um, of First Kings chapter seventeen. First Kings chapter seventeen, where Elijah is testing the prophets of Baal. He's testing the god Baal, and 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 God, the god Baal isn't answering. Baal isn't able to answer because, as we know, he's an idol and 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 a, and a non-existent god. Uh, but Elijah asks that question: Is may perhaps Baal is sleeping? The idea is perhaps Baal is is off doing something more important than taking care of his people. Uh, but here the psalmist says, "Well, that's not Yahweh. Yahweh is not too busy for you. Yahweh is not sleeping. He's not slumbering. He's not." resting he's not um ignoring you he's ever vigilant and that's what he continues on in verse four indeed he who watches over israel will neither sleep nor slumber and and the idea is that this is a watchman similar to uh you might put a watchman on 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 the walls of jerusalem or on the walls of a city and this watchman would would go throughout the night and they'd look out to the horizon and and potentially spot any danger and and kind of provide help or or arouse the army or whatever the case would be and so this this idea of a watchman kind of keeping guard over the night keeping guard over the people that are sleeping and, and so this is the same idea that is being portrayed here that god is like our watchman he's up on the hills he's up on the the city walls he's watching over the horizon he's watching to see where trouble might come from and this this watchman isn't succumbing to to sleep or to tiredness or whatever the case is this watchman is ever vigilant ever present ever watching us and this is the god that we serve a god who is never ignorant of of our plight who is never um non-vigilant this is the god who does not sleep who does not slumber who does not let our foot sleep slip on, on t- treacherous paths and then verse five the lord watches over you continually watches over you the lord is your shade at your right hand the sun will not harm you by day nor the moon by night and so the idea here is that that god is this protection god is this cover and so not only will he protect us from the treacherous journey not only will he protect us from any incoming dangers that might come from the horizons but the lord also protects us uh, from those natural dangers that we might face in the world and so uh, this is again part part of the journey right so uh, the the pilgrimage journey we, we could talk about in verse three the the terrain uh, the letting your foot slip is, is potentially the terrain uh, even the watchman it doesn't always have to be someone in a city or or a hill it could be someone watching over the camp as people are, are journeying and they're setting up camp in areas that uh, they might not be familiar with or areas that are dangerous the watchman might might be uh, keeping an eye out to make sure that there's no marauders or raiders or or uh, robbers in, in the night right and so this is this is again the psalm psalm of pilgrimage a song of pilgrimage as as the psalmist and as he kind of sings over the people that are journeying in this way and the lord continues to watch us the lord is our shade at our right hand uh, the sun will not harm you by day nor the moon by night so these harsh rays that that might be on the people as they as they journey from wherever they're from to jerusalem uh, wouldn't harm them because god would be their shade much like uh, in the story of the exodus when god continues to cover them with a cloud as they wander through the desert and the idea is that the moon doesn't harm them by night either and so whether that's um the cold of the night or whether that's uh, a common belief that the moon uh, was the source of many illnesses mental illnesses um, lunacy kind of derives itself from that root word from lunar from moon so the psalmist is saying that whatever comes whatever effects may come from the sun whether it's heat stroke or warmth or or that that danger of the sun's rays or, or whether by night whether it's illnesses or disease or whatever the case is that god would be our shade god would protect us from that as we journey towards him and then verse seven the lord will keep you from all harm 
He will watch over you. In verse 8, the Lord will watch over your coming and your going both now and forevermore. So as we journey wherever we're going, whether we're going from our home to Jerusalem or Jerusalem to home, that's that's where God is protecting us. God is is protecting us on every journey that we go go through, every journey that uh, takes us towards him. And that's kind of what the psalmist is saying, that throughout life's journeys, throughout life's paths, uh, whatever the path may have in store for us, God will continue to watch over us in our comings and our goings, whether we're at home, whether we're out, um, both now and forevermore. And so it's these beautiful promises of the Psalms, because we're, we're all on our own pilgrimage, right? We're all on our own journey to finding God. And we may not take these uh, traditional pilgrimages like they did back then. We may not be journeying from one place to another um, through, through dan- dangerous terrain or, or through long distances, as, as was the common practice back then. But we are still on our own personal journey. We're on our own spiritual journeys as we go to encounter God, as we go to, to be in the presence of God, as we try to understand and know and love God better. And it's throughout that journey that we, that we might find uh, treacherous terrain. Uh, maybe not physical treacherous terrain, but we might find maybe opposition to our beliefs, maybe opposition to uh, this commitment that we've made to God. As maybe I think about Psalm 119, as, as the psalmist committed to following God's law and he faced that opposition from the people around him. Uh, we might face dangers from uh, maybe disease or from sicknesses, from uh, people who who are against us, from the enemy who plots against us sometimes too. But the psalmist uh, kind of says this beautiful psalm of, of protection over us, that God watches us wherever we go. We don't have to worry about this journey. We don't have to worry about protection because God doesn't sleep. God isn't, God isn't uh, far away. God isn't busy. God isn't ignoring us. God is ever vigilant. He's never sleeping. He's never slumbering. He's watching over us by day and by night, protects us from the, from the sun, protects us from the moon, protects us from, from all harm, verse 7 says, watches over our life. And whether we're coming, whether we're going, both now and forevermore, the Lord continues to protect us and guide us. And so I just pray that as you read Psalm 121, that you would keep that pilgrimage idea in mind, that you would keep that idea of journeying and traversing through different paths, and that you would know and take comfort that the Lord is watching over you, that the Lord isn't sleeping, the Lord isn't ignoring you. And sometimes we may feel that way when we don't feel or we don't experience the salvation or the miracle or the, or the answer to prayers that we're hoping for in our timing. But know that God is still working. Know that God is still watching over you. Know that God will always protect you, that God will always keep you safe, both in this life and the next. And, and this is the promise both now and forevermore the lord will watch over your coming and your going verse 8 and verse 7 the lord will keep you from all harm and he will watch over your life as you journey towards him so i just pray that you cling to this psalm psalm 121 and that you fight comfort in in the maker of heaven and earth the one who is our present help and our rock and our salvation so let's pray as we close psalm 121 god we are So incredibly grateful for the promises that we find in your songs, for the promise of salvation, for the promise of safety, for the promise of protection. And we just pray that as we each travel through our own journeys, uh, as we each uh, travel through our own pilgrimages to discover you, to come near to you, I just pray that you would keep us safe, that you would protect us from harm, that you would uh, encourage us, that you would keep us uh, close to you, that you would help us to uh, stay, stay ever 
um, faithful to you, that we would not compromise on our beliefs, they would not compromise on, on your law, on your commandments, on, on what you have led us to, but that instead that we would hold fast to it, knowing that you are our help as we look towards the hills, as we look towards the temple, as we look to the house of God, as we look to Jesus, we just pray that you would provide that help, that you would continue to watch over us, and that you would help us to find comfort in your presence and in your love. In your holy and precious name we pray. Amen. Uh, so join us tomorrow as we read Psalm 129. I'll be reading another Psalm of Ascent, Psalm 129. So join us tomorrow as we read that Psalm. Uh, and again, as you, if you had your own take on Psalm 121, if you, uh, you found something beautiful as you read Psalm 121, we just uh, ask that you would leave it in the comments. Please feel free to share with us. We'd love to hear your thoughts. We'd love to hear your comments as well. Uh, and again, if you have prayer requests, if you have needs, uh, feel free to either private message me or, or reach out um, here on our Facebook page. Uh, or our Instagram, wherever you're, you might be listening to, or wherever uh, social media uh, you take part in. But we'd love to connect with you. We'd love to pray for you, help you in any way we can, and, and pray over you as well. But as always, we just pray that you have a wonderful rest of your day, and we just pray that you would stay safe and take care. Amen.